0: Happy Wednesday more importantly happy International Women's Day um, this is the first episode of the new life of trades lady happy hour um, it is now known as with her two hands thank you all who have come on over from my main page to come check this out so excited to see all of you here um, and I am thrilled about tonight's guest. I've been trying to connect with her to get her as a guest on this series for a long time now. Um, So our guest tonight is Monica Costa. She is originally from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, and she has owned her own shop for about 20 years now. She is in fact the only black woman owned auto body and mechanical repair shop in the entire area that she is, which is in um, District of Columbia area in Maryland. And I'm so, so very excited to meet her and hear her story she's got a really interesting path that she's taken to get to where she is Um, and she does a lot of other really cool stuff and I couldn't think of a a better guest um, to have for International Women's Day I would like to claim that I did this on purpose once again I did not do this on purpose Um, but I love when the universe just makes things work Um, this is perfect and I'm so thrilled to have her as my guest so big big thank you to all of you for tuning in and for being supporters of the former, formerly known as Trades Lady Happy Hour for the last two years. Those of you who are new, welcome. Great to have you here. Um, And a big thank you to Drive Time. They are a place where you can buy used cars but they also recondition lots of used cars and they employ a ton of mechanics and body techs and painters and folks that they are training and raising up they do a lot to bring in new technicians Uh, and so really uh, pleased and thrilled to have their support in this series and you should definitely go check them out if you're not familiar with them but most important is to dive right into the evening i'm going to see if miss monica has joined the room yet so bear with me one moment. And let's see. All right. Monica, are you there? Let's see. I'm not finding her quite yet. All right. I don't see Monica quite yet in the room, so you guys get to to talk to me for a few moments. Um, Hopefully she knows where we're at. So much confusion. I apologize for all of the craziness. Uh, Converting an Instagram series over to a podcast is a whole lot more work than I ever would have imagined. My brain hurts from everything that I have learned over the last couple of days. Oh, um... Let's see, Monica. All right. I'm trying to send you an invite, Monica. Um you may, it's not even pulling you up. Um I'm trying to look under the shop name Will but it's not not showing up. You can press the camera button down at the bottom of the live Monica and you can request to join Um, or I can invite you under your your non-business page. I'm not sure if that's what you'd prefer. Um, Let's see. I'm gonna try you on your personal page. Monica.
1: All right, Monica.
0: For the technical difficulties, guys, thanks for hanging in. Hopefully this is going to work. Monica, I just sent you an invite. You can go ahead and accept that if you've seen that and join on in. This is one of the reasons why we're leaving this Instagram platform, because it makes it very difficult to do this. So I'm excited for... The new uh iteration of this. Um let's see.
1: Monica I'm sending you an invite again. Hopefully you're seeing this. And let's see. I appreciate your guys' patience. Monica, accept
0: my invite. <laughs> Or you can request to join yourself. Um, Oh, Monica, it is saying you are unable to join. Sometimes that happens if your Instagram... um, uh, Oh, there we go. We've got a request. We are going to go live
1: with you. Fingers crossed. Maybe. I accepted. Why is it... Oh, oh, oh. Yay, we did it. <laughs> Hello, oh, if gosh. you
0: have, <laughs> can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me okay? You're gonna go live. Great, you. great. Yes, awesome. you. <laughs> so fantastic I, to I, meet you.
2: I had help, I, I'm having help with my I daughter for the awesome. technical part.
0: <laughs> I totally understand. I, uh it's hard keeping up. It's always changing. And I tell you, I was just fighting with the, the computer earlier today because it wasn't doing what I wanted it to do. So I feel your pain. Hi,
1: <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <don't know> <laughs> Monique is
0: her name.
2: Monique.
0: Hi, <laughs> <am> Monique. <laughs> Well, it is so awesome to meet you. Happy International Women's Day, Monica. It's fantastic to finally meet you and and, and face-to-face. So thank you so much for saying yes and joining me today.
2: Oh, it's an honor to be here. This is great to also hear of your journey. And uh, this is beautiful. This is it, and it's perfect on a Women's Day. This is awesome. Right? <laughs> I didn't know, and it's so funny because you also told me the date, and for some reason, it also went over, you know, I was like, okay. (laughs) And today, after so many, you know, happy Women's Day, happy Women's Day, I'm like, oh my God, yes, this is great.
0: It is. Sometimes the universe just makes it all happen the way it does.
1: I agree. (laughs) agree. So
0: let's introduce you to everybody who is watching at home and who will be listening later um, on the podcast format. So... Um, tell us your name, where you're living now, tell us a little bit about your shop, and then we'll we'll dive into the deep stuff, but just a nutshell who you are, where you live, and what you do.
2: My name is Monica Costa. I live in Montgomery County, Maryland, and um, I'm the owner of a Wilnick Auto Body and Mechanical Repairs. Um, I'm sorry. Wilnick Auto Body Mechanical Repairs in Montgomery County in the DMV area, Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia and um i've been doing this now for 20 years
0: and um yeah oh, that's crazy it has
2: been quite has been it has been very interesting
0: well congratulations because that is no small feat to have a business at all for 20 years let alone yeah. uh, okay. a body shop and repair shop and doing both of those like you're doing a ton at that shop doing body work and mechanical
2: yes so congratulations well i started mechanical first. Okay. And then, and then you know how it is. You know, you all of a sudden you need to balance, you know, the low season with the. And then I, I, I feel that I was, I was involved and pushed into auto body to try <laughs> to lessen the, the down season for the mechanical part.
0: Interesting. So I'm curious. In that case, do you? Are you glad you got pushed into it now after some time?
2: I, I am very grateful for everything that I've learned. And it has allowed me to survive for 20 years, to to be in business for 20 years. And I would say that there was a lot of transformation needed in the area because having a business and being able to be profitable with the business are two different things. <laughs> So, you know, talking about the politics of the business, it's, it's not easy at all. And uh, all the, the steering that big insurance companies do and all the pricing that they try to make sure that we stay within and yet expecting the highest, um, but paying the lowest, it, yeah. it has been quite a, a learning curve. Oh, my bad. Not always so fun, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's why I say congratulations because it is no small feat to do twenty years. Like it is, it's challenging, and people I think people underestimate what goes into running a business, running a shop. There's so much involved. I think. Is, yes, I'm sure you've experienced this too. How many technicians do you know who say that they want to open up their own shop one day? Yes. Yes. Are
2: you sure? <laughs> yes, well, oh, it's very funny because uh, I have uh, maybe two or three that have worked with me and opened their oh. own shop, oh. and uh, and they came back to say, Oh my god, you were right, <laughs> and I said, I was. I, and I never discourage because you know it's like okay you know sometimes you gotta can go over can go under gotta go through it Absolutely. and and so many times that's the best way to learn and and usually they become even better partners you know like in the sense of coming back and working together because now they see the other side of the coin yeah. and they see that you know. Uh, the amount that is there on the invoice is not the same. It's not what you keep or it's not what you deposit in your personal account at the end of the day.
0: <laughs> I know that's shocking, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and yes. Actually, like you can't understand it until you experience it, right? As technicians, yeah. we only see this part of it. And then yes. it's not till you're in the seat of business owner that you're like, oh, that's why my boss used to do that. Okay. Yeah.
2: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, and as a technician, it's so simplistic, right? You go there, you fix the car, you get paid, and that's it. Yeah. Right? I mean, what else? What else is there <laughs> until you there <dead. laughs> And then you understand everything. What is involved? Okay. And it, it's, it, it has been quite a ride.
0: So I have so many questions. Um, I, I, I'm curious. How long have you been doing the body shop portion of it in the mechanical?
2: So the mechanical has been a solid 20 years. Body shop, 15.
0: Oh wow. Okay, so some time now. So, which do you find more challenging? The the like the body shop type work or the mechanical work or is it equally?
2: They are equally. They are equally yeah they are equally challenging because each one are bringing in principally nowadays in which you have so much are changing as we speak and fixing cars and etc but also you know like how we diagnose and how you know what is required and all the, the, the other things that you know before used to be so simple right oh you know just do this and uh, nowadays there are 20 more extra steps yes. And another five thousand dollar computer you know that you need to diagnose or to be able to communicate with you know all the the body modules and everything else yeah. so um i so they are they are distinct, and um I'll say that personally I prefer the mechanical part of it still
1: um because. It,
2: it's way how can I put it? It's a direct route. Mm-hmm. When it comes to auto body, there are you know like the whole manufacturer specification in which even how you're supposed to fix it, and it's not that you would not fix it you know one way or the other, like what they say there are many ways to skin a cat, but due to liabilities and things like that, you have to always check and each manufacturer have their own way in which that they want it done and how and, you know, so to avoid liability, you gotta do it that way, which then means much more because there are other, you know, steps involved. So I I prefer the mechanical is a a straighter path.
0: Interesting, interesting.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I guess that makes sense. Yeah, there's there's a, there's, I think like body, there's obviously like a clear, there's a There's a path, there's a procedure, there's a way to do it, but there's also like an art to it yes. in, a yes. way, in a way that yeah. it's not quite so much on the mechanical side. I mean, there's definitely art to being a mechanic, but um, it's a little bit more like...
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, from a, from a business point of view that i mean so is a straighter one from the art side the artistical side i love seeing you know like a car coming all hurting and, and then all of a sudden it's all beautiful right. and yeah yeah from that <laughs> from that point of view the body shop side and, and then you know when you paint and it's now all shiny and yeah yeah
0: i love it okay so we need to go back in time I wanna talk more about your business and we're gonna talk more about that as we move along, but I wanna go back in time. How did you end up an automotive shop owner? Because you have a very different background.
2: (laughs) Yes, my dream was to become a diplomat. I love languages. Uh, My dream was to travel all around the world and meet people and, and experience different cultures and languages and food and everything else. And I married a mechanical guy. And uh, one day he comes home and he says, look, if you open a shop, I'll work for you. (laughs) I look at him. (laughs) I look at him and I said, at that time, I was a library associate for the county here and a storyteller. And I said, no, I don't want to go to those, you know, greasy, dirty places. I don't want to. I said, no, 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 no. You might as well get uh, somebody else to be a partner and start a business. He said, "Okay." And then, I don't know, months passed and he comes back and he said, oh, you know, it's going to cost us five thousand dollars to start a business. I said, that means rent and everything. He said, no, just to register. And then at that moment I thought, oh God, I need to get involved. Are oh, we gonna have to sell the children, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I and that's how I end up, you know, I started. And I thought in my mind, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna establish, I'm gonna get everything together, he'll keep on running, and I'll go back to doing some other stuff and that was, and that was 20 years 20 ago years later
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so does he still work for you or with you or? Yes. okay yes
2: he does. yes <laughs> Do you,
0: is he a co-owner or is he your employee
2: no i'm the only yeah i'm the only owner yes
0: <laughs> i kind of love that how how <laughs> is that like how does that work for you i mean I I talk to couples who own shops together all the time. Mm. That has its own mm. challenges. You're either way though, you're working with your life partner, you're working with somebody that you're also living with. Yes. And he, an employee and you're the boss. How does that how does that work?
2: Well, no, as you said, it's not easy, you know, it's like there's no way to run away from, right? You're at home or at work and there he is. <laughs> but it it has been awesome. I I love it because we have a very good uh, uh, basic of what is it we want to do the mission of the shop is for me being a woman is that I desire that women have a place where they can feel at home that they can that the whole process can be very transparent and we go ahead and show it and then what you're going to decide to do is up to you and here is and here's the price and that alone for me it's a
1: huge leap
2: so i have never been embarrassed and i always tell my guys that the best pillow is a clean conscience so if we can just show what it is right we show it. but this is it and and then people choose what they choose and it's okay there's nothing wrong and uh, that makes it you know the ambiance light now is it easy because sometimes I feel that the auto repair shop is our last frontier, us women. We are extremely educated. If you tell us, no, you cannot go to the mall Said what? You cannot be an engineer, what? You cannot be the president, huh? But then as soon as that check engine light comes, we run into like, okay, we need to find a man because right? we need to go to the auto shop. We need, and, and, and I see, and I'm here in the DMV area, and there are so many i mean extremely well educated women when it comes to car it's there is this fear there is this barrier that is unbelievable so my goal is to be very to be able to show women and allow them to feel comfortable with the process and the communication of negotiating maintenance and repairs and then from there you know they they see how they feel and yeah. decided what they want to do, and we don't I don't feel and my staff, my team, do not feel confronted at all if you choose to "You know what? I don't want to do it now," or "No, I'm not going to do it. There's no pushing any repairs or "You choose, and we're okay with it, and sometimes they do one little thing and
0: they go away, and
2: then they come back, and it's okay.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Our job is to educate you. And then, yeah. and then you get to make the decision and be a, yeah. a, a, an educated owner and an educated driver. Yeah. So I'm curious, you're so right that it is like, I watch it all the time. I, I teach basic car care classes. I know you do some teaching at your shop as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I meet these high powered, successful women who, mm-hmm. think they can they, who know that they can do anything. And when it comes to a car, like you said, they, they freeze like, Oh, that's a car. That's big and scary. I don't, I don't know what in your experience. Like, what do you think, what do you think that's about? <laughs>
2: I think it, I, I believe that it has everything to do with, uh, um, education and how we were exposed to, you know, girls were not supposed to get any near a car. You were not supposed to be curious about a car so many times. and. Uh, and that was not a women's place, so go away you know auto shop was not a woman's place right so I, so when so that's why when i have you know I'm teaching a class you know a basic car care class, so I always put a car on the left, I take them under so they can see how strong how you know it, it's it's okay, it's your car. And uh, I opened the hood, I showed them under the hood, I showed them, you know, the wiper blades, how to replace it, simple things like that so they can feel confident about it. And it's like, you know, even though you know how to do your hair, you might not want it to always do it, you know, so it's like that. So maybe one day it's a beautiful day, sunny out there and you want to change your tires. Okay, fine. And then maybe you said, Oh my god, I don't want to do that. I'll be glad to pay. <laughs> it's okay, you know? Yeah. But at least you get to. That too. So and I feel that is it's usually the, that kind of conversation, principally for for women of my generation and, and older. You are not supposed to know much about cars and to definitely not be around a yeah. bunch of guys and fixing cars. It's
0: so interesting to me, though, because I feel like, like you pointed out, like there are so many other careers and other things that as women we've been told we're not supposed to do. And yet we've said, watch me. Right. And and we've broken so many barriers and women are in so many places that they they didn't used to be and they didn't used to be welcome. Um, And it's so fascinating to me that the automotive is this like holdout where there's still that block and it drives me crazy. (laughs) <laughs> so, but you—you yes. you didn't start out interested in cars. Like this became a, a thing because of your husband,
2: and then you... well, I love, I love cars okay. and I love racing, so I like cars. Okay, I didn't, you know, like because of exactly you no, know, like my upbringing and you know, girls and women are not supposed to be near cars, and I, I resisted the, what I thought was the ambiance. So that's why my shop, I have a bunch of plants. I have, uh, you know, it's a different place where we feel comfortable too, right? It's not a dark, dingy place. You know, I want it bright. I want it, you know, I want, I want that it smells good. I want it that it looks good and that it's clean and organized. And then, you know, start bringing down a lot of the barriers, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think you're right. It is it is like a little bit at a time. And the more shops that do that, it starts changing the perception of it
1: a little yes.
0: bit. Yes. Okay, so you were into racing and you liked cars. Then you opened this shop for your husband, basically. Yeah. And so how did you learn I mean, on both sides? Like you're you had to learn how to be a business owner, how to yes. manage a shop, which is its own creature and yeah. really had to learn about the cars themselves enough to where here you are teaching and leading a team how did you learn was it just trial by fire did you did you go to classes how did you do this they, they,
2: uh, you know all of the above okay. so when i opened um a friend of mine a dear friend of mine Agnes moreau she was the one who lent me uh the capital to start the business the first, no, the money. And it was so funny because she said, yeah, I, I'll i lend it, so you open the business. So it's so funny when you say, well, you open the business for your husband. And the truth is I opened the business thinking of my children truly and only, you know? And I thought, well, if I can put my college degree and all my customer service uh, uh, training and all that, and, and that would work for me, um, and to benefit my family, why not? And it was scary. I was sweating bullets. It was. It was. I said, "Oh my God, what am i doing?" My first, the first uh, estimate I did. It was back when I used to handwrite it. It was. I took. It took me. I think twenty times. <laughs> twenty times know, I was sweaty and I was so embarrassed, and I was like, oh God. And then, you know, and then my husband said, like, but wait a minute, it's missing this and that. And then you had to write the whole thing again. I was like, I, and you know, that day I thought, I better get out of this while I can. Oh, wow. And you know, once you sign a lease, there is no way out. <laughs> so that helped me, uh, help keeping me in the business, right? Accountability.
0: <laughs> Right, you were were stuck. (laughs) Was was there like a turning point for you where you were like, "Yes, I love this"? Like, was there a moment where it really just became passion for you, as as so clearly is? Right, it's so clearly passion.
2: Yes. Well, for me, it was. It was so funny when I was in college. Like you said, I'm originally from Brazil. And in Brazil, you could not just walk into a dealership and buy a brand new car when I you know I left thirty three years ago okay thirty four years this this year and so you had to be part of a consortium where you put a, your name on a waiting list so, so it was very customary to buy you know an old car and bring that back to life. so here was the United States going to college, and I wanted a car. And I didn't think of I could go to a dealership and buy. So I bought a used car and I knew it had problems and I was going to bring it back to life, little by little, right? And I, I went to a shop in, near my campus, my college campus, UDC. And I, I talked with the technician. I said, look, you know, I know that it's you not know, the best, but I'm, I want to, you know, fix it up. And I had saved, you know, $5,000. I had $5,000 and I had saved it and I knew I was going to bring that car back to life. After I spent all the $5,000, the technician comes to me and says, honey, this car is not worth it fixing. And it felt like, it felt really bad. Truthfully, it felt like they raped, And that I felt like a fool. I felt, and I remember going across the street, sitting by the curb and just crying, crying, crying. I was like, Oh, my God. And then, you know, every time when I would tell one of my friends the story, they said, $5,000? You could have got a brand new car. Are you crazy? I said, really? I said, I could. I said, yes, you could. Are you crazy? Anyhow, so that car went to trash. <laughs> and it left a bad taste in my mouth. So by the time I had my own shop and I got present to how women were Totally out of their comfort zone when it, come, when, when, it, when it came to auto repair and dealing, and they already came with their dukes up. Oh, it's a shop. I'm going to be taken. You're going to steal from me. And no matter what, I realized what was going on. And then it became my flag. And I said, Look, you're going to decide. And not only women, but guys too. And I said, "You, I'm going to show you, we're going to show you what's the deal. And you're going to powerfully choose. You choose. Whichever way, it's going to be okay with us. So it became like a passion that, you know, yes, we can do it. Come on, ladies. We can do this,
0: you know i i I just love your energy i your <laughs> smile i the folks who are gonna be listening to this in the audio version don't get to see this, but your smile is like so <laughs> joyous and just you know, so amazing
1: energy
2: <laughs> thank you. it's the same here I'm
0: so glad to be here yeah uh, this is this is a huge honor so i got i'm curious like you've you've lived in Brazil, you've lived here now um The differences in how women are perceived within the automotive space or how women interact with the automotive space any like thing that stands out as far as differences? There,
2: I would say that, um, we are there are more shops nowadays in the United States in which we women feel a bit more comfortable into going into, and um. There are some in Brazil as well, but I would say that over here, there are more than over there. And and we're coming along as well. You know, we have uh, women mechanics down there as well, uh, like technicians, body painters. Um, So we're getting more and more into the conversation. I feel that there is still some resistance with guys and carrying on the conversation with some of us, and when um and when I've been to meetings where people say, "Wow, you do know about cars, <laughs> I go, "Yeah, I do and uh, so it's very funny how guys also resist our yeah. presence or, or our knowledge within the conversation,
0: yeah, I always <laughs> love those comments like they they're well intentioned, I think, but it's so like. like- I'm shocked. You actually know what you're talking about. I yeah. well, yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's so yeah. shocking. Yes. Yes. So that's why I call it the last frontier, because you'd say, oh, why not? You know, it's yes. like, uh, but it's a very male-dominated industry. And, and, and honestly, I feel that our presence, us being part of the conversation, us learning and teaching and, you know, uh, is making makes the industry friendlier, uh, uh, accessible to so many nurturing. And that was what was missing. That could really and can make a difference. You know.
0: Do you do you feel like the states versus Brazil? Like is is the states moving further with? With that, or are they both pretty equal as far as like starting to become more friendly to women on in the automotive world?
2: I would say that the United States is,
1: um, you know, is a bit ahead due to
2: the conversation here becoming more universal in a sense of like okay when i'm teaching and i'm teaching the knowledge and you can be a woman a young man a young woman because you know it's pretty much the same when it comes to young adults entering the conversation Mm -hmm. you know they feel like you know there's a bunch of those old guys who just don't even want to hear our questions or really truly stay you know allow me to be you know dumb for a couple of whatever however i need to be and pose whatever questions and then being generous enough to allow us to just like when we learn how to drive nobody was you know was born knowing so it's okay whatever and then you're like how are you gonna explain um that the depending on 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 the altitude also your your sensors act up because of uh, pressure you know the air pressure or whatever It it's like wow how come what's what's in here why and the allowing people to be curious enough yeah. to stay in a conversation and do whatever you know
0: yeah. and they're
2: like oh, that aha moment comes and you're like of course <laughs> you know and so i would say that over here is a bit more universal or, or generous than, you know. At least start, um, starting
0: to be. We might not but be there
2: are starting. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yes. It's not a lot, but if I would compare and yet there are I think that in Brazil we have this wonderful sense of humor in which we will challenge a, a man or, or establishment and and how may I say, I believe that it's easy to make fun of it I it oh really, mm. well and when when over here is a little bit more serious and, mm. and you don't offend, you're not supposed to offend, or, yeah. where there once a woman decides that she wants to know, she'll go also all the way and like, no, I want, and they make fun of them as well when here it's not okay. You know, they feel, interesting. A bit, I think they're more sensitive <laughs> about when <laughs> challenge, challenge. Yes.
0: Uh, that's very, very interesting. And I, um, yeah, I can believe that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. How many, um, there was a question from the audience. I've got to ask, how many employees do you have?
2: Right now, so I moved uh, March 31st. It's going to be one year in which I moved from a, uh, I think it was seven seven 7,000 square feet to 3,000. Okay. So I had to downsize. And so right now we have
0: a total of five. Okay. Do so you, yeah. you have service advisors and technicians? Yes. Or do you do? Yes. That?
2: So, so now I have two, so I have two service advisors and three technicians and, um, and, um, yeah, so now, so I had to downsize it to a two bay. Well, I really have three bays because I have an outside one, but it's cold right now. So nobody wants that third bay outside. Yeah, I
0: I had outside (laughs) bays, when I had my shop, but I'm in Arizona. It's warm all year round. Uh You have an outdoor bay. In Maryland. I do, yeah. Oh my God. I do,
2: and it's very cold right now. So I I can only count with two days, <laughs> and um well, no, it would be a total of four days because there's the alignment rack, you know, the alignment. But uh, so yeah, so
0: That's-
2: and in finding good technicians is not so easy. So
0: yeah, I want to know about that, because as as a as a woman and I've I've had some experience in this department as well. But do you do you run into uh, it's it's hard to find technicians anywhere, right? All across the country, people are struggling to find technicians. Do you do you find any issues with people not wanting to work for a woman or a woman owned shop or has that been a non-issue? Oh.
2: All day, every day. And it's so funny. When they come to interview, they're like, you can see the eyes rolling. <laughs> and it's always, you know, it's like, and, and at first, and not that I intentionally do, but as time progresses and they see how much I know and what I do, and then you can see that they like, oh, and they give me another not of uh you know uh another inch of respect right. and then they like oh okay so she does know it. she's like oh okay and then it becomes like uh okay let's we, we we can we can be in this dance together okay but it has been i have been challenged as you probably know each and every way uh and not and the funny thing is that and it's not only by the technicians but by the industry so A lot of the companies with the fleet, oh my God, they would rather, they don't want to talk with me. They don't want to, they always feel that I don't know enough, that they know. And if I say, you know, if you flush that transmission, you'll be able to get way, you know, like um, do a whole, no no longer we call flush. Now it's it's a transmission fluid service. (laughs) You'll be able to, um you know get more mileage out of that nope 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 i'm from the time of uh if you flush the transmission is gonna go bad i said if you flush the transmission goes bad it's because the transmission was going bad anyway it has nothing to do with uh, uh and but you know this whole thing of them challenging an old school of thought with now you know with the technology with uh the fluids, how it has changed and everything, and resisting that what they know is what they know and they're not gonna change. So I'm like, okay. Depending on what it is, I might wanna do it or I might not wanna do it.
0: How about with customers? Do you find issues with, with customers? Like how, how, what percentage of your customers are women would you say?
2: I would say that because a lot of the women send their husbands, the highest percentage are men. Okay. And the women customers that I have, they are amazing. They are awesome. They come and they say, "Yep, yeah, I saw I saw you somewhere online or on TV or something and I wanted to come and, "Oh my god, yes." Okay. So, you know, it's almost like 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 you, you know what they want. We women, look, don't don't patronize me. Give me, let me know okay, I'll choose. Okay. I'm okay. So I have great, uh, women customers. And once they feel comfortable, they are unbelievable. That's awesome. And your male, when the guy, when the guys, you know, they still try to, you know, like, no, I still know it, you know, (laughs) I know. (laughs) So yeah.
0: I mean, you're pretty public about the fact that you're a female-owned shop. So I imagine, like, similar to my shop, like, I didn't get customers that came in not knowing, like, you know, they're not even walking through the door if they have a problem going to a female-owned shop. So it kind of like insulated a little bit from that craziness. But
2: it doesn't make you get easy. A lot of them wants to challenge. uh, I feel, and that is, you know, men and women. There are some customers that uh they are frustrated. They have been avoiding dealing with the cars. And then by the time they come, and then, you know, let's say it's, uh, you know, one of those manufacturers that the engines are falling apart and they don't want to honor the warranty or the recall. So they got to find a place in which they can blame. Some people are not, you know, have not chosen to evolve to understand that the technician did not drive your car, did not build your car, and we can only make partnership with you to bring some possible solutions. Yes. <laughs> but once we understand that, then it's no longer you against us, but us working together. Yeah. You know, and like, okay, let's see it. Let's see what we can do and how we can do this and bring your car back to manufacturer specifications so you can be out there driving. Yes. But here's the thing the parts are the parts is going to cost what it's going to mm-hmm. cost. And even though I use, you know, uh, an estimating software to give me a guide of, you know, how many hours, it depends in which condition your car that you're bringing is in. Yeah. So. So that bringing awareness and, and raising conscience in this area is so hard because uh, we've been brainwashed about this thing. You know, we've been brainwashed about how this is supposed to really go about.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. And there's so many, um, like, just misconceptions about what automotive repair looks like and what's going on. And I think there's just such a fear around it. And there's so many technical words, and there's so many things and concepts that people don't understand, and and so much of alleviating that just comes down to what you're doing, having a conversation with them, and helping them understand. And it's me and you, and your car, and yes. we're going to work together. It's people just need education. Yes, they Just need education. And and, and 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 I keep on
2: wondering, okay, who is profiting from keeping this automotive industry? with this stigma that whatever you take your car, they want to take it from you. They're going to steal it. When, you know, and I always, when I'm giving classes or when I'm talking about it, you know, ask to see it. You know, it doesn't matter. It's almost like, said, oh, but I don't know. I don't know, I don't want to see it. I said, wait, wait, ask, go there. Ask the the, the technician to explain to you what's going on. And it's okay. The first time it's going to feel like a foreign language when you were learning Spanish or whatever. It's like, huh? But the third, fifth, tenth time, you're going to start to get to know more about the car that you are driving. You see, I guess the misconception is that, oh, my God, am I going to have to become a mechanic? Am I going to have to be to know about everything? No, 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 no. You're just going to become familiar. So you're going to give the necessary space that technicians uh, need. To be able to be in communication with you, so you can choose what you go on next about this car, yeah. and it's yeah. your car. So that's it. And, and I think that w- the more we we make and, and 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 transform this conversation about who your technician is for you, mm-hmm. we women benefit. Our young adults benefit, um, and it becomes. A better world because it will it will work at out even if it is that oh my god um let's see if, let's see what's gonna what are we gonna do what are we gonna do today about my car and, it, and it's not about oh it has to be a 2022 car it doesn't matter you can up uh, in my shop you can bring on your 1997 Nissan Center. You, I don't care about the age of your car. We're going to work it out, and it's going to be out there on the road doing what it needs to be done, which it is to take you safely from point A to point B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way back to Z and A again. And it's okay, but and it is allowing yourself the ability to learn as well you don't know and not all auto shops are out there to try to get you get and now ask to see the parts why because you want to see how your your cabin air filter looks like like your engine air filter looks like how your spark plugs look like just because you don't need you don't even need to touch but get to see it you know yep absolutely
0: no i want to amen to all of that i uh I, I love the way that you run your business. I love your philosophy. We are we are eye to eye on this, one hundred percent.
1: Yeah. So we're yes.
0: getting close to the end of our hour already, and there's so many more things that I want to ask you. Um, okay. Your children work with you, right?
2: Yeah, my daughter. Your daughter, Monique. She's the manager. Yes, my son is. My son is in the medical oh, field. Uh, nice. And Monique. Yeah, and Monique. And it's so funny because. I never thought that uh, Monique would be the one, you know, like, um, that would follow suit and would come. And uh, she has been making a huge difference and is the next generation. So it makes it easier to also keep the next generation it's still in the conversation.
0: Is she? Does she want to carry on the business and take it over at some point?
2: Monique is an artist she's an amazing artist she's a, she's a singer she's a composer oh, wow. she, she draws and and yet she likes to hang around mom so <laughs> i i don't know because it's so funny you know you you never know which way they go I appreciate that she appreciates the contribution that we are to our community yeah. now whether Everybody loves it or understand or realize it, it doesn't matter, you know, it's like our our mission is to truly demystify auto repair for women, for young people, for whoever would like to get to know more about their cars. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So when when, when Monique was young, you didn't expect her to be interested in uh, working at the shop. <laughs>
2: Well, no, I thought she was gonna—I don't know—be doing so many other things.
0: <laughs> How long has she been working at the shop now?
2: Uh, I has been solid for five years, yeah. but, and and she have always been there. You know, she grew up there. I have pictures of her, if I'm not mistaken, taking a nap uh, on the other side of the desk when she was little. She was probably on her. She was seven, eight years old. Or,
0: yeah, so she grew up in it yeah absolutely grew up in it. you got a whole yes. family affair at the shop
1: <laughs> it, is. it is it is it is
0: i love it now is is all of your family here in the u.s or do you still have family back in brazil
2: all the family are in brazil we are the only ones here
0: do you get to go back often and and visit or
2: not as often as i would like to uh but i did go last year and I spent you know some time there and it was great That's yeah
0: awesome. I would love to go it is on my list okay. it is list. Okay. all right
2: <laughs> let's, make, let's make it happen
0: you up for recommendations when I uh, when I do finally make it out there
2: it's a deal it's a deal <laughs> it's a deal
0: goals with your business do you have have any like future goals or for for doing new things bigger things what's next for you
2: for Will Auto, the way I see it, I see it as an access shop for people to learn and 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 being brutally authentic with you, I feel that I I don't see it in this DMV area as many as many black people in the automotive conversation, whether it is as a service writer or painter's a uh, body man or mechanic and i'm not sure i don't have the answer and i'd like that people can see my shop as a training shop as well where they can come and get trained and, and and if they like it um they can they can come in and learn to become a professional in the automotive industry so that you would, do
0: like apprentices and and bring in yeah your yeah that,
2: that that touch moves and inspires me very much I feel that, you know, the more we know about it and if they get to to learn more and, and have a place where they are that where we are seen as possibilities of professional people inside of this industry, that touch movie inspires me oh. to the to the moon, to the moon and back. I,
0: I love it. But and yeah, I mean it's so important, right? I mean, you as women it's so important, like if we can see it, we can be it, right? And yes. as a person of color, like there's definitely that's also underrepresented within the automotive industry. And so you you get to touch and inspire so many different people and Lord knows we need to create more opportunities for young technicians and we need to bring yeah. more people in and, and raise yeah. them up and not always be looking for like the master tech, the one with 20 yes. years of experience, but like bring yeah. in the baby and give them a chance yeah. to learn how they can make a living for themselves with their with their two hands. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yes. I yes. Love that you're doing that. Yeah.
2: Because not everybody's going to do IT or be a yeah. dog. Ad- and it's OK, you know, and like, you know, having one as that, you know, shining star somewhere for people to learn. And, and uh yeah, that, That's awesome. that would be, you know, I guess the, the legacy that I'd love to leave in this industry. I absolutely love
0: it. So now where, remind everybody again who's listening and who will be listening, where the shop is and where they can find out more information about you and your fantastic shop.
2: <laughs> well, my shop is in Darnestown, Maryland. And it's... um my uh, social media handle is uh, at Will Nick. That's W-I-L-N-I-Q. And that is Will for my son, William, and Nick for my daughter, Monique. I love it. And when people say, what kind of strange name is that? And I, and I always say, how about Gerber or hugging You know, it's like, when you know you have a good brother, you <laughs> you, you put the name that, that touch, mood, and inspires you. Right. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, I'm in Montgomery County, Maryland, and which is very near. I'm part of the the metropolitan area of Washington, D.C. I have uh, you know people from Washington, D.C., customers from Washington, D.C., Virginia, Maryland. So we take care of all. And um, my phone number is three zero one five four
0: five one eight zero zero. And if you're in
2: the- area, please stop by and visit us.
0: Well, I will definitely stop by next time in the area because I would love to meet you in person and continue this conversation. I think you're fantastic. Your energy is amazing. And I can imagine that, that uh, being a customer of yours would be uh, a fantastic so I'm, uh I'm grateful that the automotive industry has you. Um, and uh, I'm grateful your customers have you. And I'm so grateful that you agreed to to hang out with me for an hour and uh, and chat a little bit. It was a fantastic conversation.
2: I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful for all of my customers, and I'm grateful for all of the future people that will get into the automotive industry as they wish. Yes. Even if it isn't as an investor, as a, it's it's an investment too. Women can be owners and do not have to know about auto repair, but truly want to be a space in which we womenize the automotive industry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Cheers to that. (laughs) That's cheers to you, my dear. We're gonna have to wrap this up because we are getting to the end of our hour. You're fantastic. Thank you so much. Great rest of your evening, and everybody at home. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed meeting this amazing woman as much as I did. And uh, stay tuned because there's more big news for the With Her Two Hands podcast. You can already start catching all of the episodes on anywhere, any platform that you get podcasts. The old episodes are starting to go up on YouTube and starting next week, starting next week, we are going to be going live on YouTube instead of on Instagram. So be aware, this is the last, this is the last episode episode on instagram from now on you gotta head over to youtube to watch them but i will continue to post about it so you guys hear all that information and i appreciate you all for tuning in and hanging out with me every wednesday night big thank you to sponsored drive time until next time be good to yourselves be good to one another monica have a great evening bye everyone
1: thank you